Ahoy, mateys, and welcome to another episode of I'm Ready, a SpongePod Squarecast. This is the fourth intro that I have done for this episode, an episode known as Plankton, the second part of episode three. I don't know what was going on. I was just, I would get to these crucial moments and just flub, which happens, and I'm, I'm fine with messing up normally and just letting it go because I... I don't want to come off as a perfectionist. That's the worst thing. And it's easier when I'm with someone. If you've heard any episodes where I'm with Nate, Alex, or Mike, uh, and it's it's easier to to just you you keep talking to them back and forth, and you get a maybe chance like when they're talking, you get a chance to kind of recollect your thoughts. When you're recording alone, the chances of messing up are like triple. The amount of normal. So we're watching Plankton today. Uh, the episode is called Plankton. It stars Plankton. And it is also the debut of Plankton's computer wife, Karen. Um, this is a crucial episode to the show because it sets Plankton up for the future of the show, which is the dynamic of him trying to steal the Krabby Patty secret formula. Um, and it is a well that they have gone back to, they have gone back to many times. Um, I mean, it was practically the basis of the first two movies had to do with Plankton and the Krabby Patty secret formula. Of course, the first movie was him actually stealing it. And the second movie was him being accused of stealing it and him, you know, trying to be like, well, it wasn't this time. Um, and the third movie seems to break that trend because we haven't even seen Plankton in any of the uh, of the trailers or spots. You know, maybe he is in a in a shot that I just haven't looked closely at. But who knows? Maybe Plankton secretly has something to do with it. I would doubt that he wouldn't be a big part of the show because Mr. Lawrence himself has been a, a staple of SpongeBob since the beginning. And even beforehand, if anyone has listened to my um, introduction where I go through the the brief kind of history of SpongeBob and what led it to the air, um, a lot of the group from that started with SpongeBob um, also started with each other on Rocco's Modern Life, uh, the fourth Nicktoon. And of course, Mr. Lo Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob, played Heifer Wolf, uh, who was a cow, for those who have not watched uh, Rocco's Modern Life. And uh, Mr. Lawrence voices Philbert Turtle. And of course, Steven Hillenberg worked on that on that show and then brought these two men over with him to to work on SpongeBob after Rocco was done. And Mr. Lawrence has become an absolute staple uh, in terms of creative and writing for the show. Um, I believe up until this day, he, he is a massive force behind this show. Um, not the guy like solely running it, but but definitely one of those like first mate those those anchor people that it's always good to have them around because they're they're always going to have good ideas and and man um is is mr lawrence one of the the big ones um and this is the episode that uh, even though he's worked on previous episodes this is the episode that that set him up as a as a voice actor for plankton um which he swears he won in a contest um in an auditioning contest held at the beginning of of production of spongebob um and I mean, I can't imagine how else Plankton would sound. I, I love the way he sounds. He he just sounds angry all the time. Um, and and you would think having a voice like that would, would kind of be one-dimensional, but he brings so many other parts to Plankton. Um, 
you feel bad for the guy at some points. Like he's obviously evil or he comes off as evil. He's always trying to do negative things, but he always gets that proverbial pie in the face, that the egg on his face. Uh, he's never going to get his way. And even when he does, he loses. Um, he doesn't have that great of a life. And, and in the episodes where you kind of find out his, his life before the chum bucket, it, it isn't that great either. So, um, but he's an endearing character. He's one of those, those bad guys that you, you love having around, even though they're a bad guy. Um, you know, I can think of so many other countless shows where, where a bad guy becomes just as popular as any of the other heroes. Um, I mean, even look at other Nicktoons, Danny Phantom, you know, Vlad Plasmius is, is just as cool as Danny because he is a guy, uh, dealing with the same situation um, and has a connection with the family that kind of makes it awkward that he's around. And it's just perfect that he's there because when he's there, you know, everything is clicking perfectly. Like, Oh my God, this is working. And this, this is great television and, and Plankton kind of fills that too. Um, of course, not as much of a cynical edge as uh, Vlad Plasmius trying to steal Danny's mom. But that is a, uh, that is a topic for a whole other show and a whole other possible podcast down the road. Um, Anyway, so we are going to start the show uh, in just a moment. I'm going to, I will say this probably in episode, every episode. Usually at this point, uh, if I have a guest with me, we will watch the episode together so they don't have to talk over it, so they can enjoy it. It's kind of that moment for fans. They can re, you know, relive an episode, and for people who have never watched SpongeBob, this is their moment to, to watch it. I'm alone right now, obviously. Uh, actually, that's a lie. Here's our special guest. Captain Eric, I am still alone. Um, so yes, I'm going to take the break here, and we will come back and watch SpongeBob SquarePants together. The episode Plankton. Two thousand years later. Hey there, did you miss me? That was a incredible break for you. It would be a few seconds, and for me, it was also a few seconds. <laughs> oh, the wonders of production. I see. I, I could be lying right there, and I could have, um, I could have been away for hours. I could have come back to this recording weeks from now, and for you, it's just a second. But I'm not going to lie to you. I I was I didn't move a, an inch other than to take a drink. Um, so anyway, uh, as usual, for anyone watching along, if you want to watch the episode with me, you feel free to do so. This is on the complete first season DVD. It is on uh, the first 100 episodes. DVD set. I am watching this on Amazon Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime, you get the first few seasons of SpongeBob completely for free. Um, and this being the second episode of the show, there is no um, there is no intro song. Although we get to enjoy the outro, so uh, I am starting it in uh, the episode Plankton. Three, two, one, and start. Um, th this was, and I, I will tell you from personal experience, I don't remember. Uh, when SpongeBob first started the thought of a villain or what a villain could be. But this episode completely changed my mind on that. Um, and it's not even that much of a villainous thing. It literally is just him trying to steal something that hurts three people. Um, it hurts one person at least and, and three people uh, at, at its most. Um, Plankton Stealing the Krabby Patty secret formula obviously hurts crabs. But SpongeBob and Squidward, he could always hire if he was just like, I have the secret formula now. You can come work at the Chum Bucket. Um, 
Yeah. Oh, look, the Krabby Patty was behind his nose. That joke already passed. I'm just now like realizing like, he just pulled a Krabby Patty out of Squidward's nose, and Squidward says he never likes Krabby Patties. Um, I wonder. You know, Plankton obviously. I would like to see episodes of Plankton trying to steal the formula before SpongeBob got there. You know, obviously Krabs stopped him here, but I, I kind of want to see those moments when it was just Mr. Krabs and Squidward working at the Krusty Krab, and uh, and Plankton was trying to steal that steal the Krab Patty secret formula. Then I wonder what college he went to. That's probably you know what. I, look, SpongeBob fan here. There was a certain season where I just stopped paying attention like I have to watch every new episode um, and especially in the last four years I haven't had cable where I live it, it's basically internet streaming and whatnot so um, you know it's it's been a bit you know tough knowing new you know when to watch new episodes or how to uh, that is a weird Spongebob laugh I'm not gonna I can't ignore that Um so I haven't kept up. So maybe at some point you actually hear about Plankton's uh, college. But that was also uh, as part of a reason to start this show for for me personally was not only to, to do something SpongeBob related and to get my love for SpongeBob out to the world, but also to give me an excuse to watch the episodes I've never seen before and then give you my honest critiques of them. Um I, I love this idea. They they toy with this a lot in the in the beginning seasons of uh, Plankton trying to be friends with SpongeBob <laughs> or trying to just kind of talk to him uh, and get the Krabby Patty secret formula that way. Um, obviously, he gives that up at some point and just realizes this guy's never going to be a friend for me. <laughs> I like when he puts the hat on his thumb. Uh, I didn't... I'm not ahead at all. I just, I know that it's coming up and it's one of those things that I, I kind of laugh at. Um, Dorg Lawrence with that incredible voice. Here he goes. The golden spatula, which is a, um, a MacGuffin for, a f for future like SpongeBob video games. Uh, the first standalone SpongeBob video game is, uh, or is it super sponge? No, it's the game boy one. Like legend of the golden spatula. That is the first standalone one, and then it's Super Sponge on the PS One. <laughs> this little birthday cake with the fire—I that's got to be the first time fire has appeared uh, underwater. <laughs> um, <laughs> a step stool, hot dog. He wants a Krabby Patty. Um, it is hinted that Plankton is simply lying to SpongeBob that his birthday is tomorrow so he can trick SpongeBob into giving him Krabby Patties. This is further hinted when he says, gee, and I thought you were stupid. Look at his little butt. You can see the crack in Plankton's butt right there. Oh my goodness. I have never realized that. <laughs> I This is the second episode in a row that I've noticed something that I've just never noticed before. Uh, he also, Plankton also try uh, that gag is also replaced in um, the game Operation Krabby Patty on the PC, which I played a lot as a kid. Um, it's definitely done funnier here when he's inside of SpongeBob SpongeBob's head and plays the uh, the uh, record player there. It, it in the game it doesn't they don't do it that well. They kind of fudge it up a little bit. Um, 
right here. The ABC song. <laughs> I thought it was in his head, but it's right there. Um, I actually have the uh, the record is Verve by Jack Shandlin, and its B side is the Alphabet Song sung by Peter Gosling. So uh, that's that's the record there. The uh, the evil dramatic music is is Verve by Jack Shand, uh, Shandling, and the Alphabet Song is Peter Gosling. For those that want to know and maybe want to look up. Um, the idea that SpongeBob's brain is just loose in his head is, is incredibly funny and has uh, obviously been, uh, used for comedic effect in many other shows. I love Plankton's tiny duct tape dispenser, or at least not even duct tape, uh, packing tape, I'm going to guess. Like... When did where where does he buy that from? Is uh, the I know the Bargain Mart has everything, but do they really have like tiny? I imagine there's other sea creatures that tiny, so they would have to have um, they would have to have devices for them to use for the uh, the smaller sea ma- uh, animals. So Plankton taking control of SpongeBob, super funny, and obviously when we get to uh, Squidward's house, that's when things get. Uh, really comedic um this is the first episode to show live action in the series which is used for a joke later on um this is also the first appearance of spongebob's brain um and they even mention that in the audio commentary for this episode the actual commentary uh, like this is the first time we show his brain ha <laughs> i have i used to be um i had a phase when I was younger that I loved listening to audio commentary for, uh, for movies and whatnot. And I still kind of do if I enjoy a movie that much, depending, depending who's on the commentary, I'll listen to it. <laughs> um, shut your mouth. You mediocre clarinet player a little early on that line, but mediocre. Yes. Yes, you are. Well, Plankton really, he goes hard on Squidward right here. This is, like, that's like years of of aggression just pent up that he's pouring onto Squidward. Um, According to also that audio commentary uh, for this episode, um, it also reveals that there was a scene involving Squidward uh, showing more. Now, when Squidward throughout the day is wearing a shirt. Squidward doesn't wear pants, which is fine because he's an animal. Um, and I, you know, in this scene, he's not wearing a shirt. So if you were to see him without the blanket, he would, he would look to appear as completely naked. Um, which I guess someone had a problem with. Um, but he doesn't wear pants already. So it's, I don't know. I guess just at least one article, article of clothing, is okay. Um, so we are the chum bucket. I, I would want to pause it right there and and look. This You know what? This is the first time I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to rewind it and pause it. If you, if you guys pause it with me, it'll be fine. Uh, but I just wanted to look at the menu for the chum bucket. So we have the chum burger, chum fries, chum shake, chum on a stick, chumbalaya, chum chili, and chum pie. 
uh, and then there's a massive warning at the bottom. So uh, the chum chili seems like it'd be a good idea. I don't like anything else. Chum fries seem a little redundant. <laughs> uh, if you've ever played Nicktoons Unite, that uh, that joke is is uh, is re- redone there for that game. Oh, he does. See, he does play it in his head. I knew I wasn't crazy thinking of that. Uh, I just unanticipated the uh, alphabet song of where it was. Um, yeah, for those who played Nicktoons Unite too, it's it's really weird. The obviously the you know it's SpongeBob, Danny Phantom, Timmy Turner, and Jimmy Neutron against their four main villains, which is Plankton, Vlad Plasmius, Professor uh, Calamitous, and uh, Mr. Crocker. Three out of the four of those want to rule the world, and the fourth one, which is Plankton, just wants the crappy Patty Secret formula. He seems out of place. Like, even though he's a villain, obviously that's his goal to get the formula. Uh, and, you know, and in the SpongeBob movie, he he does do more and, and takes over the world. But um, he... It just seems like sometimes he has more aspirations of, like, taking over the world, and other times it's just like, I want a really successful restaurant. Um, and here we have Karen, uh, Plankton's computer wife, who uh, I, I really, I love the character of Karen, because I think it's so perfect to have a computer that I think he built. I got to imagine he built her. And she's just got so much sass and angst against him. And he likes that, I'm guessing, because, I mean, he he created her. I don't think he just, like, bought a computer wife. This is this is going deep here. Does he like being treated like garbage by his wife? Is that just something he, uh, he enjoys? He has a great joke. He falls in the machine. He's plankton. 1% evil, 99% hot gas. <laughs> Which... Is very true. Well, that's that's good. He's only got one percent of evil inside of him, and the rest is just anger and screaming. Um, I you know what? And this is a good first, at least for the show. It's it's a good first attempt because he goes above and beyond to get that crime patty. Actually, taking control of SpongeBob's body and his his mind, and and delivering the Krabby Patty. Um, he's he's had some lame plans later on in the series, but for that first one, I mean, dang, that's 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 a way to start. Um, yeah, so that was the show. I don't have any idea who that dog was. I wonder if that was just if that was someone in the actual lab, or if that was just some B roll that that was sitting around uh, that they can go for. Um, in the audio commentary for this episode, Bill Fagerbake comments that there has never been a Patrick episode with an exclamation mark after the title. Years after this commentary was recorded, two were released in season nine. They are Patrick Man and Patrick the Gr- the Game. Um, it is also the first episode to have audio commentary. Wow, this is fantastic. Um, this is also the. There's a lot of firsts in this episode. This is the first episode to use the APM track, High Low March. Um, and this is one of the few season one episodes where the Krabby Patty Buns sesame seeds are colored white. In most season one and early season two episodes, they were colored black. I, I prefer the white more than the black, uh, personally, just because sesame seeds are white. I mean, if anyone has had a burger with sesame seeds on the bun, you know, they're they're white seeds. 
I, I don't I can't think of having a burger with black seeds unless they were like poppy seed, like a poppy seed bun. Um, in the Big Bang Theory episode, the long distance dissonance, dissonance, the long distance dissonance. Sheldon Cooper is seen watching the, this episode on his phone, uh, specifically during the scene where SpongeBob breaks through a wall in the house and is being controlled by Plankton. Oh, hey, look, first mate Nate walked through the door. Ahoy. Yeah, you got that ahoy. Um, so that was pretty cool that that was a uh, referenced in the Big Bang Theory. Um, when Plankton says, you weak-minded fool, this is a reference to the 1983 film Star Wars Return of the Jedi, which uh, I actually did not know that about this, um, which is pretty incredible. I'm sure there's a plethora of other Star Wars-related uh, gags throughout the show. But yeah, that's that's Plankton. That's the end of episode three fully of SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, and we move uh, onwards and forwards on our uh, on our ship through SpongeBob. We are, um, I mean, we're still early in season one, but things are cranking ahead. Um, I, I really can't wait. I my I, I'll be honest with you. My favorite season of this show is season three, and that that'll be. Um, I, I've told people who don't like SpongeBob like. The best season of television animation of any show is the third season of SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, the, from every episode is gold. So I honestly can't wait till we get there into those uh, episodes. But we're starting out fresh here. We're moving forward. And I believe we have been introduced to um, to all of the main characters. Uh, we have not been introduced to all of the secondary characters like Pearl and and Mrs. Puff, but those those episodes are are coming. But um, we have we have seen our core characters here uh, now with now with Plankton. So uh, thank you all for for listening. You can follow the show on uh, various forms of social media. On Instagram, we are at SpongeBob Podcast. On Twitter, we are at I'm Ready Podcast. You can find the show on Facebook. You can find the show on YouTube. Uh, definitely pay attention to all forms of social media. We'll be posting up um, when we will start uh, live streaming the video games uh, very early next year uh, in 2020, depending on when you listen to this. Um, and you can also try and find me in the uh, in the SpongeBob official fan group known as Goofy Goobers. I am in there, and I make some few posts and whatnot. So uh, definitely, if you ever if you ever see me on any of those platforms, stop by, say hi, give me your thoughts on the show. I will uh, I will try to respond to as much as I can. So thank you for listening to this episode, and we'll see you next time. Ah!